Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week we are concluding our Atomic Robo series as part of Fate Month, and I'll be honest, the episode this week is a little short. Mike was pressed for time when he was running with us, and we are so grateful for the time he did lend us, however, we didn't have enough to fill two full hours. So, also coming out today is a bonus episode for our next series, Edragor. Now, Edragor is still part of our Fate Month block, and it is run in Fate. And this bonus episode is going to go over a little bit more in detail the mechanics in Fate. So, if you're listening to the show to learn more about Fate and how to play it, that is going to be a good episode to listen to. Maybe not as entertaining as most of our shows, or as carefully edited as most of our shows, but it will have tons of great information for you. Once again, sorry about the shorter episode this week, but I hope the bonus episode makes up for it. Due to a technical glitch, man, this series has been plagued with glitches, we also don't have the intro information for everybody participating in this episode. So, as a reminder, this week we're playing with Cat Murphy, P.K. Sullivan, Colin Cunningham, and our guest game master, Mike Olson. And remember, if you like what we're doing here, please follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG, follow us on Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com, give us a like on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or you can leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Those ratings and reviews help new people find the show. With all that out of the way, let's get to the show. We see a shot of the Oval Office, and the desk chair is turned around away from the camera, when suddenly a red light starts flashing on the side of the wall. America is under attack by communists and terrorists! Get me Atomic Robo! The red light is blinking, and then two glowing blue eyes open up, and you see, posing in a dramatic pose with a battle-damaged, torn-up shirt... On top of a mountain is a robot that's posing with an American flag and several eagles flying out behind him. <laughs> the RoboForce team! Touchdown! Touchdown is, uh, he's, he's uh, in a tank going through the desert. It's just a tank. And then uh, suddenly a missile comes in and blows up the cannon on top. But then the hatch opens up from the front. And uh, a man appears out of the front with a with an even bigger gun <laughs> and keeps shooting. At the end, I've got a, a thick black mustache, rippling with muscles, and uh, his old college uh, football jersey, which still fits him uh, <laughs> perfectly as he, as he wipes the sweat off his brow. Radical. (laughs) So there's a scene of an an underground club where kids are battling robots on laptops. So there's like a teenage girl with a bright red ponytail and she has on like a pink torn up belly shirt and then ripped up jeans uh, and knee pads and like cut off gloves. She gets a blink on a wrist communicator. She like presses enter and her robot just crushes the other robot then she pulls out uh, a skateboard and hops on it and like does a does a flip out of the thing mid-air her skateboard turns into a surfboard uh, and she goes <laughs> flying off into the distance turns to the camera and salutes yes <laughs> So the scene cuts to a fighter jet flying through the sky amidst heavy fire, lasers, bullets, all that sort of thing. And you zoom in, and Barricade is a uh, large black man, and the the jet is comically small Mm -hmm. around him. 
uh, it's almost like he's wearing it, and he uh, starts doing a barrel roll and like ejects down and pulls with him the jet's cannon. And he, when he comes out, you see he's wearing a an ori- bright orange jumpsuit, not unlike a prisoner's jumpsuit, <laughs> and a green flak vest. And he's firing his j- enormous machine gun as he falls to earth, and you know parachute uh, deploys, and it, the camera's swooping around, and you just see him going, Aah! and then he lands. <laughs> And we cut to a scene that is Atomic Robo uh, holding up a test tube, looking at a blue liquid uh, with his glowing blue eyes. And then it zooms out and you see he's surrounded by the RoboForce team and they're firing machine guns at helicopters that are surrounding them in all directions. And then it zooms out even more. And you see that they are surfing on a gigantic rock down a lava flow yes. of a volcano that's exploding. And Robo throws the blue vial onto the lava and it all freezes over <laughs> as the helicopters explode midair. The helicopters explode midair, but they explode with red, white, and blue smoke. And the words, Robo Force, appear on the screen as Robo and his team say, Robo! We cut to uh, all of your wacky vehicles parked outside a modest home somewhere near MIT, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know what that area looks like, but it's probably nice neighborhoods there, right? It's yep. downtown Boston, basically. <laughs> there are That's a bunch. Nice. There are a bunch of kids flooding the streets right now to look at all the cool vehicles. Ah, uh, oh, they're like, say your catchphrase, well, say your catchphrase. <laughs> I know, I know where MIT is, just for the record. <laughs> I know. Thank you for not having said anything. Let's cut that out. I know where it is. <laughs> I have a friend, I have a friend who's a, who teaches in Michigan, and it's just it's it's, it's in my head. Mm-hmm. But uh, doesn't matter because we've cut that out, so no one will. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm going to say Massachusetts. There. Now you can just put that. Yeah, in we can put that. <laughs> Get a clean edit on that. Um, <laughs> just stub it in over. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It'll sound supernatural. Uh, but, uh, okay, so we cut to uh, his home. Una unlocks the door, and inside there's just stuff everywhere. There's a uh, you know, computer, multiple computers around the place. There's like a monitor on its side for some reason. There's uh, just the, the place is a total mess. It looks like someone tossed the place. I thought you said um, there were no signs of a struggle. She says... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. But yeah, but the, the point is, there's just stuff like everywhere. Um, there's also a computer. I'm going to cut right to another round of brainstorming. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, or actually, no, as you uh, start to look through the place, that's when two uh, big Helsingard warbots bust through. They clearly of Helsingard make. Bust through the um, wall of a living room. And start shooting the place up, just like that. Whoa! Okay, show up right when you show up. You've got to be yeah. kidding me. We just did this! <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> so, I did concede. <laughs> Basically, anyone who wants to keep doing the brainstorm, you can do it here, but you can't, uh, but at the at the cost of fighting. Cool. So oh, turn, excellent. That's awesome. Instead of fighting. The more people brainstorm, obviously, the better, the more you know, greater the odds that you'll find something, because now the new number to beat is a six, mm. um, because uh, that's what Radical got last time. But yeah, but if you don't fight, then obviously I'm just going to hammer you guys <laughs> with these robots. Of course. And, and it's, it's a compel. If I if you want to participate, I'll, I'll compel your science aspect and give you a fate point for it. Um, so who wants to brainstorm and who wants to fight? Barricade will fight. 
I, I will fight. I my my science is not as high as my fight. This, this version of Robo doesn't care as a lot about doesn't care as much about science, and, that, and that's totally within the character too at this time in yeah. his life. I mean, I, I have so much science here, but I also have this yeah. giant rocket launcher. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, this is so real. Ra- radical is especially good against robots, but yeah, then especially good against robots. But I think that. What I need to do is get to the bottom of this. Yeah, I'm gonna. If if nobody brainstorms here, then we lose out on a chance to contribute details, and then we'll just. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna brainstorm, especially because I'm wounded here. Yeah, that's right. The things you see. Yeah. Um. No, that 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 minor consequence has gone away. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm fresh. Because yeah, we've, we've had another scene. I just I basically did that just to be funny. Both of these. <laughs> <laughs> So we have two fighting and we have two brainstorming. Who wants to kick off the action? Well, my robot's busted through mm-hmm. first, so I'm going to go first. Cool. Yeah, one of these guys is just going to um, he's gonna do that thing that other guy did, and he's going to spray a room with a hail of bullets. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. What a good idea that was. <laughs> hail, health, and guard of bullets. <laughs> uh, I'm serious. There is no greater joy in life. Um, and, uh, the other will, let's see, who was fighting? Barricade was fighting? Yes. Let's shoot Barricade. Yep. What do you say? So the other one will fire it. Oh, I rolled a plus four, guys. How awesome. <laughs> so Barricade, roll your defense. It's merely a formality at this point, obviously, but, uh, um, <laughs> Barricade. Go ahead and roll your athletics. Athletics to dodge out of the way. Uh, Barricade yeah, is going to, to jump behind the couch, I think. Boom! Also roll the plus four. Nice! <laughs> wow. uh, so that is a seven. Well, in my games, when you roll plus four, I give you a fate point. Uh-huh. Oh, cool. For no good reason, but I do. <laughs> Other than it's <laughs> awesome. Um, so I got a, let's see, I got a four, I got a ten. What did Whoa, you get? I got a seven. Wow. Okay. I have a ten with weapon two, which means if I hit, I'll do another two. So instead of hitting by three, I'll hit by five. Right, which would and be a stress box and a mild consequence. I'll vote my built-in armaments to make that a seven. Okay. Pick seven. Um, I will take a major consequence and okay. check off my third stress box. A major consequence is going to be... And actually, I'm going to use my mind over matter stunt to mm-hmm. check okay. a mental stress box rather right. than a physical. Ooh, smart. Okay. But you'll still take that consequence. Yep. Okay. Shot. Oh, rough. It is major, though, so it's got to be bad. Um, so, yeah, these guys burst in the room, and Barricade and Robo are like, we got these guys. Don't worry about it. You guys just look for clues. <laughs> and then Barricade and just gets shot. <laughs> <laughs> we, we totally got this. <laughs> yeah, we got this, guys. So, oh, okay, you're not bleeding out or anything. You know? Right. Not, uh, so the, yeah, no, I'll just leave it as it is. I forgot to invoke his... Uh, Okay, so um, you really don't need to invoke anything else. That, that's good. I think a, a seven um, shift hit is perfectly good. Barricade, why don't you go now? That so you're all shot up. Okay, uh, sorry. What was my consequence? Oh, gut shot. Gut shot. Ooh, that is nasty. Barricade, of course, since we are contractually gut obligated. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, Barricade, of course, has his uh, gun with him, uh, so he yeah. unslings that. And unloads on these, uh, uh, on one of these Helsingard robots. Great. Bring it. That is a six. 
Well, this time I rolled a minus four. <laughs> <laughs> so there. Okay. <clears throat> it goes both ways. So you got a six. Oops, sorry. No, that's a that's a s- seven. No, that is a six. Uh-huh. Um, I had worked that in. So that is a six with weapon two. Okay. So you're beating me by four, and then six with the weapon two. Do you want to? So um, you uh, do indeed nail this guy. Um, he has a uh, a mild consequence of what? What do you want to give him? A mild, and it's just a robot. I will say it is a mild consequence of pierced armor. You do that. You lay down uh, some heavy uh, gunfire there and uh, get that guy. Well done. What a great GMing, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, you that get guy. that guy. <laughs> uh, so, Barricade, who goes next? Uh, I am going to toss it over to uh, Touchdown there. Okay, hey, Touchdown. Cool. You yeah. are brainstorming. Yeah, so Touchdown is like dove to the ground and is uh, uh, shuffling through all these papers uh, yeah. while bullets are whizzing over his head, I guess. Um, all right, let's see. So I'm okay, gonna. So radical, you'll also roll. Oh, I roll as a part of this. Cool. Yeah, because brainstorming everyone rolls at once. The roll and beat a six. Mm, I have a four. To beat a six? Could I yeah. could I use my mechanical engineering again to? Yeah, as long as the aspect you give me is relevant to mechanical engineering. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah. Cool. So then I get I get a six on the dot. Uh, what aspect oh, are you uh, invoking? The mechanical engineering. So we established that he's working on multi-dimensional stuff. You don't have to have a detail that ties into that, but I got one. Using mechanical engineering, it makes sense that you would have found some, you know. Yeah. Part. Do you know what you wanted to be? I I have an idea, but I want to hear yours. Oh, so mine was mine all hinged on his daughter's name being Una. So I was going to say that all of his research is about the Fairy Queen. And uh, <laughs> about uh, like the healing fountain there. The, so it's all like a fountain. He, he's basically trying to find the fountain of youth, but thinks it's an extra dimensional thing. So that was okay, my we, thought. We've heard, from, we've heard from radical. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to I'm going to say that uh, I I found a, a map. Of... Yeah, that, that's a perfectly good idea. Just so we're clear. <laughs> yeah. Funny <laughs> no, no worries. No yeah, worries. it is. Uh, so, so there's like all these uh, tunnels under MIT, right? And uh, yeah. basically, I found like this annotated map of those tunnels that that point to you know uh, one barricaded off room. Okay. So mm. there's something going so down in the tunnels under down. MIT. Mm. Maybe, maybe when you got into the house, you were like, "I'll open this door," and there was stairs going down and to some basement that also opened into these tunnels these that lead to MIT. Oh, cool. Oh, okay, cool. MIT already, so maybe there's something down there. So instead of a map, maybe we'd find something more... A door, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we want, like, a clue out of this. We want a, a detail, a fact. So let, let's, instead of another... Like, a, finding a door or a map just opens us up into something else to do. But let's okay. actually get the concrete thing out of this somehow. Maybe he had something in his home, you know, like something you could take with you or something you could have read or something, you know. Like a remote control or something? Well, it's and anything. Oh. And yeah. Even any technology. Even if it was just, like, weird technology. Like, that's enough. We don't have to yeah, just like get a, everything. Just like a button that when you press it, it does, like, that arcing. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is that? It like has, a... like, little Tesla coils. And it... <laughs> Jacob's ladder. Yeah, and Jacob's it's, ladder. It's Tesla tech, more the, all the better. You know, yeah. Because uh, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, so we find this <laughs> so, We find uh, this device that uh, does does something. Opener. A device that does something. <laughs> well, like the yeah, the Tesla Tech garage. Opener, I guess. Yep. Tesla Tech in Salerno's basement. Yeah, there's like a basement full of 
Tesla stuff. stuff. Uh, Robo, if you were to see it, you might be able to make the call as to whether this looks like the machine that goes to the Vampire Dimension. Exactly. That's that's what I was thinking as well. But um, that's that's good enough. Um, okay, awesome. And so you tied, so that means that there's a minor cost of some kind. <laughs> I can decide what that is soon. I don't have to do that right now. Okay, great. So you went and brainstormed who goes next. Yeah. I'm going to throw it to uh, Robo. Yeah, Robo. Okay. Punch him up. I am going to try and create an advantage, actually. These are Helsingard bots, which I know they have a default order of operations that is destroy Robo when possible. So right. I want to make it so that they preferentially shoot their bullets at me, giving okay. people a bonus to avoid damage. Okay, and we're invoking... This is, sounds like a compel. This is, yeah. Right, you want to get all the trouble onto yourself. Cause oh! Because I just saw that guy get, get shot, and you're like, oh, hey, <laughs> wait a minute. That's right, I'm, I'm invulnerable. Why don't I take that? <laughs> exactly. Um, you could compel virtually indestructible? Yeah, I will compel virtually indestructible. Or fight in a good fight, either one. I'll, I'll give you a fate point for it. So, But for my compel, I want something more than that. I want no one else to be able to help. I want you to just be the one in trouble. Mm-hmm. So you can can draw them away you yeah that's right okay you know that he, they ought to be targeting you he, here's or anyone else here's the thing they are targeting me and we're still in a pretty public uh if you, yeah, you want to invoke fighting the good fight i am not only trying to draw their fire but i'm trying to keep the public out of harm's way right so now i'm worried about civilians in addition to myself and my team okay so i'm gonna make a new uh, situation aspect of the innocent bystanders who think this is cool because they're children right <laughs> yeah yeah it's really some sort of show um it's just like the show this is just like the show so, so okay so i'm going to compel that aspect to you have a lot of fate points here i do i'm like saving up a big <laughs> pile of them to punch you in the face later great um <laughs> with your violence so, uh, so yeah i'm gonna have you from for my compel of you that thing i want you to have to face them by yourself. Okay, that basically. makes sense. You take them away somewhere where there's an hopefully isolated-ish place, or maybe you lead them over to your circle of vehicles and uh, try to contain things there or something, you know, wh- mm-hmm. whatever it is. But um, nobody gets to help you. Right. That makes sense. You've been shot in the gut anyway. <laughs> you want any part of this? Okay, so for, for at least a round, I want, I want you to be on your own against them. That makes sense to um, me. Because I, I, I just paid you a fate point. I get something out of it. Okay, so go ahead. We've done that, and now take your action. All right. These guys. Uh, now that like we sort of analyzed like how Helsingard is contr- like, was controlling them through radio, so I want to try and like flood the signal field. Uh, so I'm going to use my combat to like try and get on their uh, radio frequency and just like blast it out to maybe stun them or something like that. Uh, I have a hard time seeing that as combat. Okay. In which case uh, I so will I just grab, well, cause you said two burst in through the wall, right? That's right. I'm going to grab one and throw it at the other one. Great. Simple <laughs> enough. Uh, what you said was fine. I just didn't seem, just didn't seem like a combat. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Um, So I neutral out on that roll, so that is a five. You're attacking the one who has a consequence already? Yes. Yes, that's a good idea. And I have a six. I have a six. Um, And a consequence. So you have a five, I have a six. If you invoke that uh, consequence, then um, 
you can uh, be up by one. Of course, you're going to want to spend a lot of this pile of fate points you have to uh, do worse. Yes. So, um, so yeah, if you invoke that consequence, you'll be up by one, and then whatever else you want to spend. Here's what I'm going to do. So I'm throwing one at the other one, uh, and that sort of like gets them out of this common room, because I know my team needs whatever evidence is inside here to solve the mystery. Mm-hmm. And then I am going to jump directly out of the building after them, invoking virtually indestructible as I elbow drop them and try and use the momentum of that to cause more damage to them. Yes. Okay, so how many how many fate points have you spent and you're up by how many on me? I feel like I've invoked one and I'm spending one right now. Invo- the consequence for freeze. You're mm-hmm. up by one. Yeah. And you're gonna invoke virtually indestructible to just fall on these guys. Yes. Um that's one you've actually spent. So now you're up by three. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there? You have weapon two, so you're actually up by five. Um, is there anything else you want to invoke? Um, um, there's all these free campaign aspects here too. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Because we're 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 in this situation, and this is what brings the innocent bystanders into the picture. Uh, like all these kids are like, we go to outside the building. These kids are like sort of looking at the vehicles like, oh, it's so cool. And then we crash through the wall and I drop an elbow drop onto these robots and the kids see me and I see the kids and I just like sigh. Goddamn contracts. Robo! Elbow! <laughs> elbow. <laughs> and like the kids go, yeah! <laughs> In fact, I think one of them yells, hey, just like in the show. Yeah, and I think that's just like the show. Okay, so you want to invoke Robo and hey, just like in the show? Yeah. Okay, well, let me tell you, that's more than I want to deal with. Um, <laughs> that's three, five, seven, nine. Mm-hmm. I actually think I might... Yeah, okay. That's a lot, so that seems like like enough for that guy. <laughs> so the guy what's taking the consequence. Boom, he gets taken out. And both those guys are out there with you. Yes. Um so you crush down on this guy, Robo, you bring your elbow down on him and uh, just crush his whole, uh, what would be a sternum, I guess, and they're kind of humanoid looking. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, he, you know, electricity arcs all over him and uh, he seizes and then stops moving. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is taken out. Oh, great. Who goes next? That's everybody. Oh, no, Radical. Yeah. So, um, so I was investigating. So we found that door and we know that there's stuff downstairs. So I'm going to, uh, there's a, it's a spiral staircase down. So I'm going to hop on my board and just grind all the way down. And then, uh, there's all of this crazy looking tech that I don't have time to analyze. So I'm going to pull out my ace in the hole, which is a customized like spray paint can. So I start drawing robo graffiti all over things and then the microbots inside the spray paint start analyzing all of the tech so that we can figure out what it's doing so that's going to be a a robotics check yeah sure great can i also put in punk rock computer hacker you can invoke that cool. after the fact yeah yeah so i, and I you can invoke the other the other aspect you have still learn to work in multi-dimensional stuff that's an aspect that has two free invokes on it. Oh, so cool, cool, cool. Yes. But, but if you invoke that aspect, your new fact has to be directly relevant to that one. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I neutraled out. I think I'm going to re-roll with the Punk Rock Computer Hacker, which neutraled me uh, out again. Wait, wait. What, when you, you got a zero on your dice, which means your total was five. Right? Oh, and I just need to make a six? Yeah, just yeah, just, just do plus two. Unless you roll 
a negative two or worse on your dice, just add plus two. Okay, so sure. Then I'll take yeah. the the free invoke and make it directly related to the inner inner uh, blah 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 interdimensional stuff. So, guys. Uh, well, yeah, okay, so just okay. Yeah. So, so people. Yeah, so what's, what's this now? Yeah, people who know all of the cool atomic robo lore. What sort of interdimensional stuff are we working with? Okay, uh, so this interdimensional device is something that Nikola Tesla was investigating way back when Robo was born in the 20s. Yep. Uh, there is an alternate dimension. Uh, th- there's at least one canon alternate dimension that's the vampire, vampire dimension, dimension that is full of horrible vampires. Cool. Um, but, you know, it's this, uh, like, weird resonance really field vampires, portal. Yeah, they're not like Dracula's. They they they're like a weird zombie vampire hybrid oh. kind of thing. They're like sort of mindless and gross. Okay, um, not as yeah, good as medallion strong, wearing vampires. Strong, always hungry rage machines. Yeah, got it. Um, so like that that's established at least. There's that. Okay. Um, oh, so I think that he's using all of that research, mm-hmm. and he's trying to cue into other dimensions because mm-hmm. he thinks that there's just possibility in this travel that of doesn't course. involve our universe being hijacked. But uh, that's that's something that's pretty appealing to someone like Helsingard. So that is what we currently think is happening here. Did you find a portal to the vampire dimension? Oh, so we found a portal, and it's clear that it has been used, and no one is... Oh, we don't know where. We don't know where. So you have to analyze like whatever's on the computers to figure out to figure where out it went. where he is. Yeah. Oh, that they clear that it's been used. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I'm just gonna extra dimensional portal because cool. you're right. You're right. We don't know that, but it's a functional functional portal. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, great. So, um, oh, that was three. Great. So now we have a hypothesis aspect. We'll wait for the hypothesis after this. After this other robot's taken out, but. Um, so who goes next, Radical? Good one? Uh, yeah, so we're going to, I, I guess, do, do we want the robots to go, or do we oh, want to yeah, kick no, it up no. back to, uh, There's what's your name? One. Barricade. I'd say let the robots, robots yeah, go. Yeah, let the robot okay. go. Because Robo, Robo and the robot ha- are on their own for this. Right, mm-hmm. right. So my robot is going to concede, um, <laughs> but I'm going to concede by self-destructing again, because that was pretty good before, right? <laughs> but of course. now we have... But now we have innocent bystanders oh, in like a, in a mm-hmm. residential area. It was kind of a problem. So, yeah, Robo, this thing starts uh, counting down. Applesauce. <laughs> this thing starts counting down from um, in a language you don't understand. Oh, wow. It's, that's... Been established, it's been established that even in 1999, Robo still hasn't learned Japanese. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say oh, that's great. he hasn't learned this language either. He just has not. But he speaks Japanese very poorly. Right. Mm-hmm. And yet he has a good, like, friend and colleague who's Japanese, so, like, clearly. Robo, get it together. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> it starts, it sounds like counting. You recognize a countdown when you hear it. Oh, boy. So, that's happening. Uh, so, Robo, you go. <laughs> okay, so there are bystanders, there's counting down. I run over to this robot, and I lift it up above my head are we near the boston river at all uh, yes. I, actually would you I like had, to be yes i had a suggestion yeah. oh yeah uh, your tank is clearly very heavily armored right yeah i was gonna say there's also <laughs> there are planes and things that we have yeah. yeah okay uh so so then i i'm just gonna uh grab this and throw it into my train jet yes my train okay. jet marine to to contain the explosion exactly <laughs> 
And okay, so it's a matter of lifting this thing and getting it over there in time. So I'm going to ask for a physique. Physique, of no course. No one else can even attempt this, but you can because you're super strong. Yeah. Um. So that is a three. So I'm going to need to spend this, some of these fate points oh, here. You don't know. You don't know what the difficulty <laughs> is. I haven't even told you that. That's true. Um, I suppose. A little more, uh, yeah. A little more. Uh, I mean, that won't be enough, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna use his physique as like kind of the his weight. So I'm gonna go for uh, yeah. So beat of five. Okay. Um. So I'm definitely going to go with fighting the good fight. I am extra motivated because I need to get this explosion contained right. before children are put at risk. Okay. So um. That would great. be a tie. Uh, that would so be you, a tie. You, um, what do I want to say? Not succeed, but you you tie. Mm-hmm. So you get what you want at a minor cost. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, this um, is simple. Uh, I'm not first, able so. to throw it in. I have to jump in with it. <laughs> yes. As okay. Robo yeah, was wont to do. Yeah, uh, battle damaged again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool. It just looks exactly like the action figure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and your your vehicle's blown to bits as well. <laughs> yeah, so you do that thing. You 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 run. We see you pick up this guy. You run into your little astro train or whatever it is, <laughs> and um, the door, you know, the hatch closes behind you, and then boom, and this thing gets you know explodes from the inside, and it's all like bent out of shape. You know, it's like weird projections, including a a robo shaped dent. <laughs> uh, yes, in the hole. You know, that's that's like clearly you've been thrown so hard into the wall. <laughs> And, and like the the like the wall falls down open. There's this big smoky mass inside, and all the kids are gathered yeah. around. They're a little bit worried, and they see walking out of the smoke um, the two blinking, glowing blue eyes, yeah. and like yeah, <laughs> yeah, everyone's cheering out there. Uh, okay, in the me- <clears throat> in the meanwhile, uh, barricade is still gut shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> barricade. One, still require medical attention. It's a flesh move. Uh, medicine- it went clean through. <laughs> oh, <geez>. oh. <laughs> medicine is a science. So if you have the science mode, it's one of your sciences. Mm-hmm. Hey. Um, so anyone can try to help him. They just have to roll and beat a four. Um, unfortunately for you, my uh, my all other sciences no. is just plus two. I I got I got yeah. some sciences well, here for you. Buddy. Oh, all right, uh, yeah. Yeah, you you don't want to do it on yourself. You you it's harder if you do it yourself. But yeah, so just just so we get this out of the way, get uh, go ahead and make a roll there, touchdown. See if you can patch him up. All right, so I got a plus three. Oh, hey, all right, so that's a, a five on my roll to to Great. patch him up. So that's enough to change Gutshot to a different uh, consequence. And then it will. This will stay with you the rest of the game, but at least you won't be constantly bleeding out through your gut. That's um, cool. Generally preferable to most things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say you're all bandaged up. Bandaged your new consequence. up. Um, at the end of this uh, issue, that consequence will go away. So, like the next issue of the comic, you wouldn't have bandages anymore. Right. Oh, cool. So I just um, mark recovering. Yeah, that's right. It's yep. recovering. Okay. So okay, so we have these brainstorm uh, facts. We just need a consequence or a, a, a hypothesis. A now. hypothesis. Um, so there's Stellarno's been working on multi-dimensional stuff. Clearly, because it's a functional extra-dimensional portal in his uh, basement, it seems to be derived from Tesla Tech, which is interesting for a couple of reasons. One, that he was able to do it, and two, like where did he get this? I'm just throwing this out there because it's new to me, but 
Um, did he really leave Tesladyne because of his family? Or did he get out of Tesladyne with some tech that he wanted to experiment with himself? Hmm. Um, or was he working for someone else who would have wanted that technology? Um, we see about 10 years later or so, Majestic 12, this shadowy government agency, also has a portal to the vampire dimension. Yeah. Was, this, uh, was he working for them? I don't know. It's really interesting to me um, as a uh, you know, robo-fan. There's a lot of good <laughs> canon bits that come into play here. Um, so now everyone makes one last roll. Pick a science. And I have on the shoulders of giants, so I get a plus two. Yep, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In a brainstorm, if you if he hasn't come up with any of the details, he gets a bonus to come up with a hypothesis. <laughs> so everyone pick a pick a science skill and roll it. Whoever just just whoever gets the high roll will determine uh, what's going on. It's not me. Uh, I rolled by particle physics and got a seven. I think you're Great. gonna take it. I got I I was comp sci. I got a three. Yeah, it beats me. Okay. Um, all right. So I uh, I hypothesize that the uh, good doctor was doing his best to effectively dial a different dimension, mm-hmm. um, and he opened it up. Um, and you know, I yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play off what Mike was saying earlier. He uh, he stumbled across some Tesla tech. Um, and got out of the, uh, got out of Tesladyne to pursue that research because he knew, uh, Robo would, uh, sort of, uh, step in and want to head up that project. Um, and when he ran out of funding, uh, that's when he contacted one or more, uh, shadowy government organizations. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been under a time crunch to, uh, finished the project, which is why he tested it himself. Mm. Hmm. Some Spider-Man stuff right there. Great. I like it. I love it when anytime, uh, like, anything from canon comes into play in mm-hmm. a way that doesn't, you know, like, limit us. Right. But, uh, so this, this is a good one. Uh, okay, so the hypothesis is that, um, I'm just going to say, because really the only likely... If you're saying he was working for some government agency, then the only likely one really is Majestic 12. Is that the hypothesis? Salerno tested his own... Dimensional portal? Yes. Okay. Well, I guess the thing we're trying to figure out was what happened to him. Yeah, so the hypothesis is that he went through the portal and has not been seen since. Okay. Well, the uh, portal, you know what it looks like? It's going to be, it's going to look just like the one that Tesla made in the 20s, right? It's going to have, like, big vacuum tubes. Um... And uh, suddenly it, it activates, and there's like a big like flash of uh, like electricity and energy, and there's some um, on top and a thing that connects them that forms like a gate, and um, uh, that there's like all this arcing uh, energy in between those, and you can um, sort of see through it. There's there's now something beyond it, like it's just activated, um, and you look around, and there's uh, Una who has uh, pressed some button, and she says, um, let's go get him. Uh, all right, I just, I want everybody to be careful. I'm going to phone in backup, but the last time one of these things opened, we almost lost our dimension. That's true. So with, with that, I, I think we, we all have our gear at the ready. Um, Una, I don't feel comfortable bringing you in here. I need you to promise me, if we're in there for longer than 20 minutes 
that you will shut this down. We can't risk this dimension being contaminated. Tesladyne has protocols to search and rescue or abandon the mission as appropriate, and they'll make that decision. But I need you to pull the trigger before they get here. Whatever you say, Robo. That sounds good. Just be just be careful in there. Out there. Over there. All right, guys. Robo. 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 <laughs> so you step, you step through the uh, portal, and you can still, you know, there's this this kind of twilight zone-ish area. That doesn't sound right, but you get what I'm saying. This kind of gray area between, like, that dimension and your dimension. Mm-hmm. Um, and you step through, and you hear behind you, uh, uh, so long, robo-fools. That's probably what they'd say, right? <laughs> um, and you look back, and uh, Una, I, I, can't, I, I can't do this. I need the physical prop of myself to do this. But <laughs> Una um, reaches up and takes the mask off her face. <gasps> And it's the Duchess from Zero Hour. Oh, oh no. no! Oh no! <laughs> Applesauce. <laughs> and uh, she and she presses that button again. Bleep, and um, then suddenly she's gone, and you're in this other dimension. Well, at least she lives up to her promises. And the end. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's solely to be continued. That would be the end of that issue. Yeah, right? that's that's yeah. the issue. That's cool. And then, boop, you got to deal with it. And, uh, yeah, she's so long, Robo. For uh, our attack on the uh, in the opening ceremonies of the uh, the Los Angeles Olympics will uh, kind of go forward unimpeded by the, <laughs> the likes of you meddling Robo fools. <laughs> Usually, we have a bit where we figure out, like, okay, so which of these '80s events is being threatened? Right. <laughs> I like the Olympics. That makes sense. Yeah. That's cool. But I, I went to the Olympics in '84 in LA, so I always I like that one. So, if given the choice, I'll go for that. Um, so uh, there you go. Yeah. You're stuck awesome. in this other dimension. Oh no! What's gonna happen? I don't, I don't know. know. Stuck in a like mysterious it. land. Is there yeah, a way for to, me to uh, use the place? <laughs> There's a whole other part of this we didn't get to, but I like where this went. I, it ended up going to a good place. That's... And I totally could run a sequel out of this. And I think that, um, ironically, the last game that I ran at, um, the game that I ran at, uh, not, not Gen Con, but uh, one of the conventions in L.A., was um, about someone opening a portal to the Vampire Dimension and one of the PCs getting stuck on the other side. Oh, man. So mm-hmm. my sequel game... My sequel game was going to be, because we're working on this Majestic 12 supplement to play Majestic 12 characters instead of action scientists. So my sequel game for next year is going to be a Majestic 12 team goes through this portal to do something on that dimension, and they encounter that PC when they're there. Oh, that's cool. So it'll be like a a backwards, you know, a backdoor sequel to that. So, uh, yeah. Well, we'll have Maybe to. Maybe they'll encounter this, this team of GI Joe guys over there. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to figure out uh, what to what to do with that on our show too, because this is a massive cliffhanger. Yeah, this yeah. Is bigger yeah. than Dracula dossier. Cliffhanger. That's it for one shot this week, heroes. But don't worry, even though the episode was short and we left you off on a massive cliffhanger, I guarantee we will wrap up this story in a satisfactory manner. To hold you over until then, be sure to check out our brand new campaign podcast, which comes out every Wednesday, and a new episode of Critical Success, which will be coming out this Thursday. Remember, if you like what we do here, you can help us out by following us on Twitter at OneShotRPG, following us on Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com, giving us a like on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, joining our community on Google+, or writing us a rating or review on iTunes. OneShot is a Peaches and Hot Sauce presentation. 
Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great articles, videos, and podcasts for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes! I can't-